morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollock and I am your host this Wednesday, last Wednesday, the previous Wednesday, probably next Wednesday, every Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. You know, life is uh, life is an interesting uh, game, but just so fun, so so many different things just going on. You know, today we got the crazy uh, snow expected to come on. Some snow flurries out now. Going to be a gross, gross day. But you know, Friday was also kind of nutter. See, this past uh, Friday. My dad was in town, and, and my grandfather lives in Lakewood. So we went to visit him for Shabbos, my dad, my brother, my sister-in-law, the nephew. And uh, so we were on our way to Lakewood, and, and we left Washington Heights at normal time. It was like, I think we left 2.30, 2.45, 3-ish, whatever. An hour and a half, you know, way set to get to Lakewood. Candle lighting, I think it was 5.31. At least that's what we were going with. And... We're on our way, having a good time in the car, you know, FaceTiming my mom, this and that, chatting. And it's probably like 4.30 or something. 4, 4.30, and, and like Waze hasn't really said anything. So my brother, who's driving, quickly just looks at the phone in a safe way. And like Waze is off, and he turns it on, and he's like, oh my gosh. And we're like, what? He's like... We're totally going the wrong way right now. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, and, and, and we found out basically we, we passed the exit we were supposed to go literally 15 miles past it, not even close. And so th- I'm I'm not kidding you. It's probably about five. It's it's like four thirty, four forty five at this point. <clears throat> so there's about an hour at most left. I want to say like four thirty five, an hour or most left till Shabbos into the 18 minutes. What you know, the whole thing. And we're like, Tani, what's the ETA? And he says, 5.48. And anyone that's good at math, 5.31 plus 18 minutes is 5.49. And we're like, shoot. And at this point, we get to a point where where there's all of a sudden, literally all of a sudden, it's been pretty smooth. I mean, like crazy wind, and, but all of a sudden traffic. And we got to make this exit and U-turn on the high, exit and, and get off the highway and get, get on the other highway going the other way. And there's this kind of like pile up towards the exit. I said, Tony, you got to take the 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 the, uh, I don't know, the shoulder lane. Like we we can't sit in here. And I know Waze says we could sit in here. And be, we need to take that shoulder lane. And we we take the shoulder lane for a good like minute. Get through the exit, make the U-turn, get on, and and, and even that it didn't it shaved off maybe a minute. I think it was like five forty-seven. And remember, it's crazy weather out there, wind and and snow and and. We've got an hour still left to drive, and if we get there when Waze says at 547, that's two minutes before candle lighting. That means we literally have to empty the car, you know, and there's a baby in the car or, or an 11th-month-old in the car. We literally have to empty everything out of the car. My my dad and I, who were going to stay at a different house, we can't even go to the other house, and it was an empty house, so no lights. We can't figure out the heat, nothing. Literally, if we make it on time, that's what we have to do. And and it's probably like 20 minutes into the ride back. And I'm just thinking like, this is cr- amazing and crazy on so many levels. And what I thought was just most spectacular is that like my brother just happened to check ways at that point. 
if he would have waited another five minutes, that's it. We would have been stuck somewhere else for Shabbos. It, the, the fact that Waze, which is an incredible app in and of itself, the fact that it all worked out, that Waze told us we would be there literally at in, in, in the 18th, in the 17th minute, was just like mind-boggling. Just how crazy, you know, Hashem works. Just wild to me. It, it could have been another five minutes later. And then we would have been stuck in, in, you know, maybe on, maybe just near Lakewood and we would have had to walk the whole way with the baby. Questions about the air of, my dad doesn't particularly walk well. It would have been a disaster in the, in the, in the, in the crazy wind and, and snow. And so like, or, we're like, it, there's like the conversation in the car. Well, Tani, you have to drive fast. Tani being my brother, but also it's like dangerous outside. You can't. So like, Ended up being, we literally got there at 5.47, which Waze said, pulled up to the driveway. I, I, my, my, uh, my sister-in-law just took the baby, ran out of the car, lit candles. My, I just empty everything out. I just literally just throw it to the outside. Just like get it out of the car, shut the trunk. Literally in the 18th minute, 18 minute and like craziness, 17 minutes and change. Get into the house. And it's Shabbos, but but the whole time, you know, on Shabbos, I was just thinking, how wild is it? And and this may be, not be the best example, you know. There's everyday examples of of God's help and Hashem's help and and what Hashem does every day. These little things, but it was crazy to me that it all worked out. I mean, not so perfectly, but it all worked well. Worked out perfectly. It all was literally to the last minute because I have no idea what we would have done. If we said five minutes later, it, you know, would we have just gone to, we were like closer to Philadelphia at that point and just figured something out. It was, it was just wild to me, but I think it, it's just one of those, another daily reminder of the wonders that Hashem does. I, I thought it was crazy. And, you know, every day in Modim we say, right? Every, all these, these wonders and, and good things that he does to us every single morning afternoon and I it was just another reminder crazy to me and I just felt like I had to share that because it was one of those mind-blown things but literally happens every day you know the fact that we breathe fact that everything I mean I don't have to get all into it but I was uh I guess inspired and just I thought it was a really cool crazy but cool cool experience all right let's let's talk about what else is going to go on on this show nothing like that um I know Perm was over. I hope everyone had an excellent Perm. I know I did. We host the Suda every year. It was a great time. Again, as usual, and thank you all for participating, all my friends and that came over. I think, you know, our, our apartment's kind of small. It, it really only hosts 10 pretty well on, on a Shabbos. When it comes to Perm, we could we can maneuver things around in our apartment to host like 20 relatively comfortable. So we had about 20 people sitting down and eating, but I would say easily over 40 people stop in, 50 people stop in and, and, and jump in and mishloch manod and have a drink and have a bite to eat. It was really a phenomenal time. It's our third year doing it in our in our apartment, and I think it's something I look for. I, I, I promise you, I look forward to it every year. And I've said it, it's my favorite day. It's just such a good time. I love singing, so it's just, you know, it's Labor Day. It's, it's just really a great time. And friends get into it, and it it's... It, I'm, I say I keep saying it's a good time. It really is just an amazing, amazing experience. But um, perm was great, and it's still Adar. So I think I'm I'm still allowed to play some perm music. It won't be last week like where everything was perm music. This week it'll be you know mostly regular stuff, but still some some Mishnah and Vinafoch and whatever it is. Um, 
So so we'll hear some of that. And then uh, Joanna Shepson this week has an interview with Caroline Shapiro, the PR director for the Tower of David. That's going to be a, uh, a, you know, a lot, everyone, not everyone, I should say, but a lot of people know the Tower of David, a really cool um, place to go check out in Israel. So Joanna is going to talk to Caroline Shapiro, the PR director there. That'll be at 10 a.m. Eastern. Otherwise, like I said, regular music, some prairie music. But as we start each and every week, well, before we start each and every week, I do want to say Miriam Wallach will join me, finally. She's back, guys, and I know all the listeners have been waiting for her. She'll be back towards the end of the show to discuss some Purim things. We were supposed to talk about it last week. Still want to talk to her about it this week because it's a fun conversation. Uh, again, that'll happen towards the end of the show. But we start things off with one song and one song only. Mahapecha Shel Simcha on this Wednesday, Bite Size, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Let me see you move 
Sabele la 
So brand Shushan is the place where it all began The hidden miracle One man, second in command Slay all the Jews with his wicked plan A scheme so miserable He chose a day for the disaster It's ironic what came after He didn't know a girl named Esther Would turn it upside down From behind the scenes, she wore the royal crown. Three days, the Jews just prayed. Queen Esther was life, went to save the day. She took Haman down. The streets were filled with celebration. Everyone ate hamantashen. Jubilation for the nation.
איזה חמודים אתם. אז ילדים, בואו נעשה שמח! מי שמי שמי שנכנס הדר, מרבים 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 לשמחה. מי שמי שמי שנכנס הדר, מרבים 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 לשמחה. מי שנכנס הדר, מרבים לשמחה. מי שנכנס הדר, מרבים לשמחה.
חסון ויקר, ליהודים הייתה הוראה ושמחה, הוראה ושמחה וששון ויקר. שושנת יעקב צהלה ושמחה, מירותם יחד חלת מרדכי. שושנת יעקב צהלה ושמחה, מירותם יחד חלת מרדכי. תשועתם הייתה לנצח ותקוותם בכל דור ודור ברוך מרדכי היהודי ברוך מרדכי היהודי ששון ויקר, ליהודים ליהודים, הייתה אורה, אורה ושמחה וששון ויקר. כן, 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 תהיה לנו אורה ושמחה וששון ויקר. כן, 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 כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עוד שנה? 
אבל אני מחייך, כי לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. אני מאמין בניסים, אני יודע שיש אלוקים, והוא בורא עולם, הכוח של כולם שומע את קולי. ישלח לי את הנס, ישלח לי את הנס שלי, יאללה! קומאדיוווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
Ashinoi, Venoi, Apechu. Asher, 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 Ishletu. Asher, Ishletu, Hayehudim. Hey, Mo, Besoinehem. Venoi, Venoi, Apechu. Asher, 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 Ishletu. Asher, Ishletu, Hayehudim.
Two here on Bite Size, and it's time for Joanna Shepson's interview with Caroline Shapiro, the PR director for the Tower of David. Here's Joanna with Caroline right here on Bite Size on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thanks, Yoni. So I'm always on the lookout for something new and something exciting, and today I get to talk to Caroline Shapiro, and she is the international PR director for the Tower of David Museum. 
Hi, Joanna. Hi, how are you doing? Great, thank you. So you might be wondering, what's new about the Tower of David, considering it's one of the ancient museum sites in Jerusalem? Um, so Caroline's been working, how many years have you been working there? A long time. <laughs> she doesn't want to admit how long. She's been working there for a very long time, and she's going to tell us about a brand new night experience, a laser sound and light show that is launching right before Pesach this year, that anyone who's coming out to Jerusalem for Pesach should definitely book tickets in advance. So tell us a little bit about the light show and how it's similar or different to the night spectacular. So, uh, Joanna, of course, uh, you've been to see the Night Spectacular, which has the story of Jerusalem unfolding on the ancient walls of the citadel. Um, and this April, uh, in fact, it's the first of April, the first day of Cholomod, we are opening up a new night experience at the Tower of David. And this night experience looks at the story of King David um, and brings to life uh, all the different... Um, fascinating aspects of his character you know from shepherd really through to king and is this something that is language involved here is this something that's going to be in english and hebrew or language doesn't really matter well language doesn't really matter because it's incredibly visual uh when we talked about jerusalem and looking at jerusalem it was easy to create or easy easy is a relative word but easier to create a uh, a night experience because it was based on architectural changes of the city over 3,000 years. The story of King David, of course, happens uh, right at the very beginning when there is very little real documentation um, that can be found um, that would really explain how Jerusalem looked at the time of King David. And so what the artistic uh, creators and René Sivan, who is the concept creator um, have done, they've delved into the world of art history and if you were to Google uh, or search for King David within the art world the images are quite incredible and so they have taken uh, inspiration from the great artists who in turn before that took inspiration from the biblical story of King David and have really created a night experience within the Tower of David a night that is very, very memorable and very exciting. That's really cool. Tell us like an example of one of the scenes, one of the scenes that left an impression on you. Gosh, uh, one of the scenes, there are many, many uh, scenes, but I think uh, for me, you first of all, um, when you watch King David, the very, very first scenes are as if you have stepped inside a museum well of course when you come to the tower of david you have stepped inside uh, not only is the tower of david a national heritage site um, and a museum during the day so this reflects a little of uh, that feeling of going into a museum and the ancient walls of the citadel are adorned now with great works of art and you sitting there as an audience feel that you're on a virtual tour of really incredible artworks, be it by Verruccio, Caravaggio, uh, Matisse, of course, Chagall, Rembrandt, um, Michelangelo, uh, all sorts of different pieces of art and sculpture uh, that uh, King David inspired um, has inspired throughout the ages. So that's what the very opening scene for me um, is quite breathtaking. And uh, as the scenes continue, of course, we've got the wonderful scene of uh, David and Goliath. Uh, we have beautiful scenes of. 
Jonathan and David walking and talking to each other. Uh, before that, of course, King, uh, of David, a young David playing his harp um, for King Saul. I can just imagine all these images appearing on the old city walls, on the walls of the Tower of David. It sounds really incredible. So one of the things I love about the Tower of David, I'll share with listeners, my the secret behind the Tower of David is they're always coming up with brand new modern ways of portraying history and of sharing the story. So one of the other things, very exciting things you have going on is a new innovation lab. What is that? Well, yes, for um, those of uh, your listeners who don't know, the Tower of David is an ancient citadel. I keep on saying ancient because really within the courtyard of the citadel, there are the different stones that have literally made up um, the history of Jerusalem, thousands of years dating back to the time of the First Temple period and running all the way through. So when we talk of Jerusalem, we talk about layer upon layer of history, and certainly you can see those very physical layers through the stones within the Tower of David that's located at the Jaffa Gate entrance to the Old City. Um, And today, as you rightly said, Joanna, we have just opened up an innovation lab because with technology today, we are, as a museum, able to give our visitor all sorts of more, uh, all sorts of different experiences. Um, so I've just uh, talked about these layers of history um, from the first temple period and King Hezekiah. Imagine that King Herod at the Tower of David built three towers to uh, defend Jerusalem and his palace. Uh, the Crusaders came in 1099 and built their palace where the Tower of David stands today. Uh, the Mamelukes came and built wonderful octagonal towers. And then King Sol- uh, uh, Solomon the Magnificent uh, came and built on top of that his uh, citadel that's actually the one that still stands today uh, guarding the city. So all these layers, all these builders, these conquerors, uh, dreamers, pilgrims that have come to Jerusalem, wouldn't it be incredible to be able to see how they built during those times, what Jerusalem might have looked like 200 years ago? Uh, before the city was built outside the city walls uh, what would it have been like in Ottoman Empire 500 years ago Um, so what type of technology helps you do that and so now with technology we can use things like augmented reality and virtual reality that are bringing different experiences and making these stories and people and places of Jerusalem come to life. So the idea of the Innovation Lab is that startups uh, will be coming to work uh, within the walls of the Citadel. Uh, We have companies also uh, that are doing specific projects with the Tower of David and we will be opening um, special times for the general public to be able to come. Um, You've uh, probably already seen pictures of people wearing uh, different kinds of virtual reality and augmented reality glasses that are a little like masks that you put over your eyes and uh, jump into different worlds. And um, this is what we will be able to offer uh, the visitor. What's exciting about it as well, of course, is that the um, that many museums and heritage sites all over the world have their stories that they would like to tell. And we're hoping that the Tower of David Museum, the Todd Innovation Lab, will be able to um, help companies and move the uh, uh, ideas outside the walls of the Citadel um, and past Jerusalem 
um, as it becomes more and more central to bringing innovation into the museum and national heritage site world. That sounds fabulous. I know you've hosted some big events in the past like the Forbes what was that event the Forbes yes the Forbes 30 under 30 summit has been and uh, we have journalists that are coming from uh, all over the world uh, to to learn more about um, the uh, the innovation lab and different visitors simply because it's very exciting and it's very unexpected at the end of the day we're this ancient citadel but we're talking about the most cutting edge technology Um, and uh, creating new experiences for everybody. Um, We have uh, an amazing leader, uh, director of the museum, Ilat Lieber, who is, um, you know... Obviously forward-thinking. Yes, forward-thinking and spearheading these projects. The Innovation Lab is run by Devorah Mason, um, and uh, there's a lot of people, you know, working behind the scenes to uh, make this happen and bring, uh, you know, we talk about Jerusalem of yesterday, today and tomorrow of past, present and future. And uh, really right now at the Innovation Lab, you can have it all combined in one visit. So now you can probably all understand why I wanted to interview Caroline and just share with you all the exciting things going on at the Tower of David. So the Tower of David also has some daytime activities going on over Pesach. Usually it's one of the hotspots for families because they've got some great kids' activities. What's planned for this year? Well, first of all, it's just always fun to come to the Tower of David. I mean, for children, it's, you know, it's a castle with uh, hidden passageways and huge stairs to uh, climb up and for adults there's the incredible views of Jerusalem really they are unbeatable when you get to the top of King Herod's Tower that he built 2,000 years ago you're looking at the whole of Jerusalem the new Jerusalem and the and the old city which is really breathtaking Uh, we have activity booklets in English for kids and families to enjoy throughout and generally throughout the day at the Tower of David Museum Cholomod Pesach there's going to be lots of fun and festivity All right, so make sure you check out on funinjerusalem.com. We'll be listing exactly what the times and which days they'll be open. So now there are going to still be, let's just circle back, there are going to be two night experiences each night, or or every night there'll be different schedules for the night experience and the night spectacular and the King David show. So for those visitors coming for Pesach, you can check out um, on our Fun in Jerusalem calendar. We'll be listing those shows, or you can check on the Tower of David website, which is tod.org.il and if you have any specific questions about something you've heard if you've got some technology that you think the museum's going to want or you have a question about the show you can email tower at funinjerusalem.com and uh, I suggest you book your tickets in advance these are the types of shows that sell out quickly now back to you Yoni thank you Joanna and thank you Caroline Shapiro for your time for Joanna go to funinjerusalem.com where, uh, you know, the Jerusalem Marathon is coming up this Friday, and I was on funinjerusalem.com earlier, and it said, uh, and there was just an interesting post about, you know, all the different things you should know about the Jerusalem Marathon, you know, start times, where are the best places to stand. I, I saw one of them was on uh, Jabotinsky, kind of in front of the inball. Um, but if you are planning to go to the Jerusalem Marathon, or maybe you have a, a child or, or a friend's child or whoever it is, maybe you want to just follow along, even from not in America, from not in Israel, I should say, funinjerusalem.com, all the info will be there. And, of course, any other uh, things that you're looking to do in Jerusalem while it's over Pesach, 
or the summertime already thinking about it, funinjerusalem.com. Contact Joanna there. We have more coming up, more music, and the segment that has no name with Miriam L. Wallach. We'll be talking Purim towards the end of the show right here on Bite Size on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Dude. 
Beit im Wart, Farmaschiach, er wird noch kommen, wenn wir vertrugen sich. Jeder einer Dabenden, Beit im Wart, Farmaschiach, er will schon kommen, er wart auf dir in mir. Oh, 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 oh,
see the smiles, it's so very clear. Shine a little light, show us the way, lead us to a brighter day. Shine a little light, show us the way, lead us to a brighter day. Shine a little light, show us. Thank 
And we are finally back. It's been a while for the segment that has no name. You hear the laughter with her mic on. Good morning, Miriam. Do my eyes deceive me? Yeah, right? I mean, tell me about it. It's been a while, but... Uh, you look you know, very familiar. Me. Do I? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've had, I think, approximately five to seven emails every week saying, where's Miriam? Is everything okay? Yeah, I, I'm sure. Flooding, flooding it, your inbox. And I have to just tell people, like, everything's fine. You know, just the schedules didn't work out. It's She's more busy. like... Thankfully, we're very busy here. Right. It's more like um, five to seven emails saying, thank God she's not on. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you that. Right, but, I don't know. Right, I guess if you know, you that was know. was a disaster. All right. Let's talk about your favorite holiday, my least favorite holiday, Purim. Right. Or did I mix that up? Exactly. Okay. I'm still bitter that it happened at all. The Purim miracle, in my opinion, is that it happens one day. That there's no two-day option, there's no seven-day, it's just one day. You know, you just had me, I just thought of a funny thought, slash, a a friend of mine told me after Megillah, he's like, you know who the modern-day Mordechai is? Colin Kaepernick. I was like, oh, it's kind of interesting. Huh. You know, he, he, well, as he, much as he, I'm not a Kaepernick kneels. fan, yes, right, I, I got it. But I, I got like, it. Kind of funny. That's good shtick. That is that is good shtick, and I hope that the uh, your friend at the time was uh, under the influence when he said it. <laughs> I got to talk to Nachum. I feel like he'd have some thoughts. Yeah, about he that. would. He would be like, he'd give you a. Hmm. We'll save it for live lunch. Okay. Right. Right. Um, but Purim, I, I had a blast. I know you had. Um, you had big plans, only for it to. Yeah. So when you have two kids who have the flu. Uh, you cancel everyone. So I was supposed to make perm suit at my house because my nephew was getting married until my sister-in-law was making a wedding. And I figured the least I could do is have everybody for Suda, right. which was very nice of me until the least I could do was cancel everybody for Suda 48 hours before the wedding. What was on the Suda menu? Okay, so I don't plan that far in advance. Oh, so you didn't even have a menu? Well, of course not. Okay, me? so that's, that's fine. I like wasn't... It wasn't like a big deal that you had to cancel, I guess. No, I mean, do you know me? Like, I'm on, I, you know, there are people who are who are planning their Pesach menus weeks in advance and make sure, and they're spreadsheeting. Yeah, I don't, I don't work that way at all. And you've been my sous chef. You know I don't work that right. way. Okay, that's fair, yeah. Right, I don't work that way at all. I will go shopping, especially Pesach. I mean, obviously everything will be in the house. But uh, yeah, I'll start cooking the day before. Can we talk about Mishloch Mano for a second? Because, sure, I can't because, stand it. Yeah. Right, you can't stand it. I feel like there, there's something that needs to be just put out there to the world. Everyone just has to be on the same page. Right, everybody calm down. The, a, yes. Yes, calm down. I mean, I like the shtick and the creativity. I don't. But there are so many people <laughs> out enough. there that like at, on, I guess in this case, Thursday night, they gather all the Mishloch Mano and they're like, I don't want 90% of this. Right. And I want to give it away, which is great. That's a great thing which to I do. Which I do. Gone. Out of my house. But why don't people just give, I don't know, healthier Mishloch Manot or just things that people like? Or how about just give two things? Or give two things. Right. Mean, why are you putting 80 things in your bag? Why is, first of all, enough with the excess in general. Enough with the excess. And second of all, you know, the shtick... The poems, the everything. Uh, I, I could appreciate. Okay, the poems. I'm happy People that that, that get creative with it. I think I'm it's happy cute. that that makes you that that's okay with you. Fine, but we can agree that Mishloch Manot can be kept to two items because the amount of waste afterwards is obscene. And besides the whole pre-Pesach, we don't need all that all in our house to begin with. We don't need this all in our house to begin with. It's this. It's just. It's insane. So I get it out of my house as quickly as possible. We give it to charities. It's not like the food is going. We aren't. I'm not wasting anything. And frankly, there are plenty of people in Penn Station who are enjoying oh, hamantaschen. Yeah, Reisman's hamantaschen is is well enjoyed in I Penn really Station. Take That's it. Out. Just go and just buy the one way. A day and give it out. Yeah, it, it's 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 obscene. It's so sad. The number of homeless. In, in, in America, um, and locally, right, locally in New York, you, there, you don't have to go 
two feet. You really don't. It's a, it's a tragic thing. Last year I posted before Pesach that if anybody was wondering what to do with the chametz they couldn't get rid of, just bring it to Penn Station. Yeah. And it's no joke. I will take shopping bags full of crackers and and pretzels and cereals and whatever and just distribute it. Nobody says no. There was actually one time when I walk around with like nuts. I used to keep like nuts, could be a rot- nuts are a problem when people don't have teeth. Yes, also, that is a problem. That. I wasn't thinking for That's that. That's a little bit of a thing. Yeah. But otherwise, there is there's plenty of and, there are plenty I, of people who need people food. People might think we're like kidding. Like absolutely not. Not kidding. I, think, I really think that's the best option. Last year I we took some of our excess Michelin and just left it in front of our apartment building. So people in the building could okay. take, which we you know we feel maybe a little closer to them. Right. But I really think, you know, this morning I'm on the subway and someone's like begging for food. I was like, Ugh. I wish I had that thing Correct. of Oreos, that six-pack of Oreos, that Hershey bar. Just keep which, it in your I bag. Mean, yeah, I like it, and I could eat it, but I don't need it. Let's right. be honest. I, I don't need it either. I don't need it because of my, my weight, and I don't need it because, I, right. thank God, my I, kids I, I don't need it. Exactly. My kids don't need it. Exactly. You just there, There's just no need for it. And it's funny because somebody was posting that what the um, Tablet Magazine has a campaign called 100 Jewish Foods, and it's great. It's hysterical. Um, and one person was writing about leftovers and how, you know, typically Sunday morning was when you took your challah and made it into French toast. Right. Right. Which is great. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a great reusing of the whatever. I take my challah and I make it into sandwiches and I give it away because my kids don't eat the French toast either. I don't need to fry bread. Yeah. I just don't. So that's what I use my leftover challah for. Or I make croutons. Right now I have 10 bags right. of croutons. I don't know what to do with. <laughs> okay, fine. But yeah, there's, there's, there's so much out there. There are so many people out there in need that there is no... There's no lack of opportunity to give somebody something. For Mishloch went out, I give just just my roommates because I just I'm not going to give right. to a million people, and I give two things. This year I just did a Powerade bottle because that could be helpful. Yes. Suda, you know people. Could yeah, yeah, need Powerade, some of those, yeah. Some fluids and then like a Kit Kat bar. I don't know. It was just Done. Something Kit Kat bar. People like Kit Kats. Boom. Right. I gave you Strongbow and some pistachios. And it's been it was put to good use. There you go. Wednesday night. You know, the other day I had also given Nachum a six pack of Strongbow and uh, a container of white rice. One of those like, microwavable ones. Yeah. I ate it yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, well, I was like, where is it? <laughs> right. I ate it. I, I actually, yeah, it was like 5.15. You're already gone. And we were wrapping up. And I was ready to eat the wallpaper. And I looked at him like, do you want your rice? He's like, you're ridiculous. Um, but don't worry. Because in preparation for today's storm, right. I had gone to the store yesterday <laughs> and bought. <laughs> you replenished this. I did because you know this why? It's different though than the no, one. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's jasmine rice. I saw that and they didn't have just plain white rice. And I'm like, screw it. You might as well just, you know, buy what they have. But one second, I got five. Four or five. How many are for me? Right. So, you know, we'll see how the day goes. You're more of a brown rice, right? And, you know, I can go. I'm, I'm happy with either one of them, frankly. This looks really cool. I know. Um, I got. Where get these from? The, 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 the guys in the Essex Street Market. Oh, you find them. Yeah, but it also, I think they also have it a fine pair. But um, I got these because, you know, in case Seth Gordon can't make it over today in this storm, I don't want to hear about it from the two of you that you were left to eat nothing. So I bought yeah. rice. I hear that. I bought rice, but here we are, so it doesn't really matter. And, um, and yeah, we got, some other, we got some other sustenance for the storm, but we're all Do right. Do we have sustenance for lunch and dinner today? Because no. I'm thinking it might be. No, no. No, unless I, we start rationing things. Yeah. How much cereal I you got? I brought a sleeping bag. I should hope case. so. I, mean, I it, should hope so. There is something in the corner there, but I don't like touching stuff in that corner. Yeah, uh, yeah we don't go there. We found a few things back there. Yeah, we also have- I'm supposed to tell you about. Right, let's leave it that way. How much cereal do you have? Um, I think I have a 
full box of family sized Cheerios and like okay. a half a box of Special K and Raisin Bran, I think. All right. Yeah, we should be good. We should be good, and we can Some keep tuna. We can keep milk outside on the windowsill. Your favorite, of course. Yeah, we got. We're, we're fine. We're, we're fine. We have Michelle Kmano, Jamie, right? Thank you, Jamie, for that sustenance. And we got some other stuff. We'll be all right. We'll be good. So Purim on your list of holidays, not to put, not to say we have a least favorite Jewish holiday. No, it's my least favorite. But it's your least favorite. I'm not, that's it. And it's my most favorite. Right. And by the way, it's most people's most favorite. Well, my most favorite, it might be a tie between Purim and Yom Kippur for like two totally different Obviously, different kinds of holidays. Right. Right. Um, I love, I love Yom Kippur also. I love Yom Kippur also um, for for many, many, many different reasons. But yeah, I'm not shy about the fact that I don't like Purim. And Pesach's also your favorite? Pesach is my favorite. Oh, Pesach's your favorite. Pesach so is my favorite. So you go from least favorite to most favorite. That's, that's, a, that's a totally different size of spectrum in a quick amount of time. Yes. Well, you know, that's me. Right. I just, I'm like a light switch on off. Um, I love Pesach because it's a complete immersion holiday. You know, if you're a woman and you and it's sukkahs, if you don't eat in the sukkah, you don't eat in the sukkah. I have absolutely no chiyav to eat in the sukkah. Right. So I can go eight days without eating a jasukkah. Right. Okay, okay, that's right. it. So the holiday, I mean, there's a there's a hut in my backyard. It doesn't but mean I have to go in it. Okay, so there's that. Hanukkah, it, your your day is normal until five o'clock when you know you need to be home. I don't know if I want to cut you off before you get to Pesach because I feel like we're going to save Pesach for a few weeks from now. Oh, what okay. do you think? Should, I, should we? Just... Oh, okay. I mean, I could talk about this ten times. So we can wait. We can wait. Yeah, let's let's wait it out Fine. a bit. Let's let's a little. Tease. I just love Pesach. I'm already Pesach. in Pesach mode. I'm already in Pesach mode as one of my as we were in the supermarket the other day and my kids were like, Can we get this cereal? I'm like, No. Four weeks in Pesach. Oh, already. Yeah. Eat what we got. Kids can eat upstairs in general or no? Never. Never in general. No. Okay. No. But you're still food gonna, belongs okay. in the kitchen. Kitchen, dining room. Oh, of course we're gonna clean, but right. kitchen, dining room, and breakfast room. Interesting. Do not it's eat upstairs. It's not like once Purim hits, you can't no, eat upstairs. It's there's never. no eating upstairs in my house. And of they course, abide by those rules? Well, there are the Laffy Taffies I do find under my second child's bed in packages okay. and the um, toffees, the Israeli toffees that she likes to keep there. Fair. Uh-huh. And um, other things that I find upstairs that make me angry, but the younger kids still listen. It's just the uh, older kids who don't listen. Correct. Give us some time. When the younger kids become older kids, they won't listen either. As a never parent, I'm, I'm giving Yes, you, I'm digging deep. I know it's going to happen. Correct. All right, so that'll that'll do it for Purim. We'll save Pesach for a few weeks from now. Right, but keep in mind, if you want me to rant against Purim in three weeks, I can do that again. It's yeah, really not a problem. Absolutely. I can rant against absolutely. Purim I mean, I, at any I, time. I don't love Purim is a ranting. massive hassle. If it was, if we didn't treat it the way we did, if it hadn't blown out of proportion, it wouldn't make me nuts. But but it has mainly because of Michelle Chmanot. It's yeah. like like the Suda you're fine with. I love I love having people over. Right, and I'm no problem. So it's with just that. a Michelle Chmanot. Correct. Miguel, and, you're fine with, or you don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. McGill is. Uh, listen, I think McGill is important. Right, I do. I think McGill is important, and I think I just said important properly because it makes Malcolm crazy that I don't say the last T. Not um, McGill is important both at night and in the morning. Um, of course, I do love the fact that two of the McGill are named for women. So there's that moment, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and frankly, it's a good story. And I know that there's a yeah, tremendous amount of hidden meaning in it, and I find that that. You know, obviously adds to it, etc. But uh, yeah, I'm a fan of the Megillah. Right. I'm not so a fan of Screaming Haman. I'm not a fan of all that. I'm not a fan of Groggers, but I'm a fan of the Megillah. Okay, so Purim next year is, by the way, the exact same schedule Wednesday night, Thursday. Okay. So I think we need to have some sort what of English campaign. Date? 
I don't remember. But like two months before, I think we need to have a campaign against large, unnecessary I'm with clues you. in Mishloch Munah. I'm with you. I two items. I think NSN has to start that standard. Correct. Two items. Stop two items. Crazy. A drink. A useful drink. I don't need a, a crazy mango How? flavored this. Just right. get, give me a Powerade, a Diet Coke, whatever How it is. How much money has to be spent yeah. on Mishloch Munah? Yeah. Pesach is in four weeks. Everybody's got expenses. You can be Mekayim the Mitzvah. I got season tickets I got to take care of. That's yeah, right. You know? Big game. Um, yeah, you can... Not a fun you... game last night, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's fun. We can't talk about the Rangers right now. It's yeah. very sensitive. But yeah, we need, we're going to start that campaign, okay? Yeah, we're going to... I'm, I'm totally with you. Right, I'm right. in. We'll get Nachum on board. We'll get everyone on board. The whole yeah. Jewish people. It's not that hard to get Nachum um, on board. You think he's, he's he agrees with our stance? Of course he does. Okay. He's, you know, he's into minimalism. Okay, good. Yeah, he's not into excess. Less is more. Less oh, for more. sure. That's our motto. Wow. For sure. We should have done this. Okay, next year we'll yeah, do it. All right, year. Miriam, thank you so much for thank joining. Thank you. And uh, again. This was fun. This, you know, it's good to pick up where we were. Yeah. Thank you. NP. Now you guys could stop emailing me. Maybe next week when something right. probably happens. But My mom. Whatever it is. But whatever. Pesach, you'll, you'll, we'll be, definitely have something before Pesach. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got plenty to talk about. All right, thank you. Avrami's telling me we got to go. So he's tough. Yeah. All right, thank you all for tuning in for the last two hours here with me on Bite Size. Avrami's live lunch coming up. Right. Uh, yeah. Just in a few seconds. Um, you know, I played some prayer music. I don't know if he's going to play some prayer music. Maybe some other. No pressure, Avrami. You do you. That'll do it today. I'd like to wish you all a good day and remind you that the bite size is always, always, always the right size. <laughs>